Well, welcome to Easter at Heartland. And today's a little bit different because we're streaming the services directly from um, mine and Nancy's home. So this is a more personal and intimate Easter service than we uh, normally have. But we're excited to be able to do this and we're glad that you're joining us. So we want you just to relax and come on in and enjoy Easter with us. You know, this is the biggest day um, that we celebrate in Christianity. This is the day that we celebrate what Christianity is all about. The fact that Jesus Christ uh, went to the cross for our sins, was died on the cross, was buried, but rose out of the grave. And the fact that he lives and that he's alive, that's what Easter's all about. And that's what we're celebrating today. This is an incredible day. It's a day that we set aside to celebrate the fact that Jesus has done a lot of stuff for us, that he's done some great things uh, through his death, burial, and resurrection. And this day serves as a reminder to all of us about that. And we need to remember the significance of the day. Uh, it's just as important for us to remember this today, 2,000 years or so after the event took place, as it was for those early Christians to remember it. You know, way back in the New Testament, there was a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to a church in the city of Corinth. And when he wrote the letter, he reminded them of what took place that day. He reminded them of the gospel. And uh, out of all the things that he told them in the letter that he wrote to the church there at, at Corinth, out of all the things he told them, he took some time to remind them about how important what Jesus did is. And he reminded those early Christians and all of us what Easter means for us. And I want you to read with me today what Paul had to say. If you have your Bibles with you today, uh, look in 1 Corinthians in the New Testament, and we're going to be looking at chapter 15. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. And listen to these words. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain." Paul starts off by saying that I want to remind you of something incredibly important. I want to remind you of the gospel. Now, the gospel is simply the story of what Christ has done for us, uh, the story of how we are all sinners, the story of how God loved us so much that he sent his son to die for our sins. And uh, if we put our faith and our trust in Jesus, and we believe in what he did. We ask him to forgive us of our sins. We can be saved and we can have an eternal relationship with God in heaven. And that's the gospel message. And, uh, you know, it's a really incredibly important story for us. I mean, it, it is the most important story because if you're really a Christian, it's through the truth of that story and you're embracing that story and the truth of it, that you become a believer. That's how you become a believer, by putting your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ. It's the thing that shapes your life as a Christ follower. It's the thing that keeps you together, uh, that moves you forward day in and day out. And it's the thing that encourages you when you need encouragement. It's the thing that gives you hope when you need hope. Uh, help uh, when you can't see a light at the end of the tunnel and you need to see one. It's the gospel that can give you that light. And you know, right now we're all uh, in this situation, in this pandemic, we're quarantined in our homes and life isn't the same as it was just a few weeks ago. And sometimes that can be a little discouraging and it can seem a little hopeless. 
But if you have Jesus Christ in your life, if you embrace the gospel story that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and if we put our faith and trust in him, we can be saved. And if you invite him into your life, you can have the hope of Jesus in your life. And it's the thing that gets us through. So Paul is talking about this, and he says to the Corinthians and to you and me, he says, listen up, this is important stuff. And then he begins to talk about some things that Easter reminds us of. And uh, that's what I wanna talk to you about today. One of the things that Easter reminds us of is that Jesus loves us. In, in 1 Corinthians 15, three, he says, for I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scripture. You see, there is no greater expression of love than to lay down your life for someone, than to be willing to give up your life for another person. That's just incredible. And Paul reminds us that that is exactly what Jesus Christ did on your behalf and on my, and on my behalf. And there's another verse that says it a little differently, and it's a little bit more familiar with us. It's John 3, 16. It says, for God so loved the world, that's you and me, he so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That verse says that God's motivation for sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins was God's love for you and for me. He demonstrated it through the ultimate sacrifice of sending his son and his son dying on the cross. And that has incredible implications for you and me. I mean, there's a, there's a real significance here. I mean, first, it demonstrates the scope of God's love for us. I mean, think about it. He loves us to the ultimate degree. He loves us so much that he sent his son to die. He couldn't love us anymore. I mean, that's the, 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 the very demonstration of love. And then because of that, we can know that we're always loved. I mean, regardless of where we are in life, regardless of where you are in life right now, regardless of how unloved that you may feel sometimes, we can rest assured that there is never a time that we aren't loved because God loves us so much that he sent his son to die for us. Jesus died on the cross to prove that point, to prove to you and to prove to me how much that he loves us. Easter reminds us, first of all, that Jesus loves us. And it's our living hope that comes from that. We actually gain hope because of that. We know that he loves us. We know that we're loved. Well, you know, Easter reminds us that Jesus loves us, but it also reminds us that he lives. Now, this is an exciting part of this story, a big part of the story, because this is what we're celebrating today on Easter, is that he lives, that Jesus lives. Listen to our verses again, 1 Corinthians 15, three through five. It says, for I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. Now listen to verse four, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the 12. Now this is really the big event that we're celebrating today, the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. 
The fact that he died for us, he was taken down from the cross, that he was placed in a grave, but he didn't stay in the grave. He didn't stay there. Why? Because Easter happened. He, because he rose from the dead. And uh, a couple of days after Jesus was crucified, some women went to see his tomb. Now listen to what happened. I'm going to give you this story. It's found in Matthew 28, 1 through 6. It says this, Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Now listen to verse 6. This is incredible. But he's not here, for he has risen. As he said, come, see the place where he lay. So it says, he is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come, see the place where he lay. Now, this is obviously incredible. But do you know what makes it even more so? I mean, he rose from the dead. That is an incredible, magnificent thing. That's why we celebrate Easter. But you know what makes it even more magnificent is the fact that Jesus had already said that he was going to do this. He had already foretold it. He had predicted it. Uh, listen to this in Mark 10, 33 through 34. See, we're going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priest and the scribes and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles and they will mock him and they will spit on him. They will flog him and they will kill him. But after three days, he will rise. Now that is Jesus speaking before this ever happened. So he was telling his disciples that I'm going to be put to death. I'm going to die and they're going to kill me. They're going to put me on a cross and they're going to bury me in a tomb, but I'm not going to stay there because in three days I'll rise again. I will come out of the grave. Easter is going to happen. You see, the cross was no surprise to Jesus. Uh, all of it was all part of God's plan, and, and Christ knew that. But can you imagine the impact that had on those people that were there at that time? You know, he had been telling them this was going to happen. I don't know that they really got it, but then it happens. And think about the impact. Think about how that must have affected them. You know, a lot of time has passed since then, and we know some of the results, and we have the entire New Testament to tell us the story. But they didn't have all that. I mean, they were just experiencing it as it, as it happened. And we know some things that, that did happen. We know that thousands of people, thousands of people became believers because of what happened that day, because many of them witnessed it, and, and many of them got firsthand accounts of it from their friends and family that did witness it. The disciples themselves, they were willing to die horrific deaths. I mean, they were willing to give up their very lives for preaching and the defending the events that took place that day. Why in the world would they be willing to die for a story if that story wasn't true? I mean, to defend the resurrection story. I mean, why would they be willing to do that? Because they saw it. Because they were eyewitnesses to it. Because probably suddenly, when it was all taking place, they remembered those words of Jesus saying, this is what's going to happen. And there it was happening right before them. And they were willing to die, to give up their lives to tell that story. They were willing to give up everything for the story. And the story was simply this, Jesus lives. 
He, he lives just like he said he was going to live. He went to the grave like he said he was going to go to the grave. He rose on the third day exactly like he said that he was going to rise. And that's a big deal for you and for me. I mean, there, there, there's a carryover from all those years ago for you and me. You see, we can know from that story, from what happened, from what Jesus said was going to happen and what did happen, we can know that we can trust him. You see, he said that he was God. He said, they're going to crucify me. He said, they're going to put me in that tomb, but I'm going to rise again. He said, they cannot keep me down because I'm God. And, and, and we can trust him because he did exactly what he said he was going to do. We can also know that he has the power to help us when we need power because he had the power to be raised to life from death. And so we know that he has the power to help us with anything that we need help with. That's an incredible thing to think about, that we can trust him the way that we can trust him. If we put our faith and our trust in, he said he would save us. We can trust that he'll save us. He tells us that if we put our faith and trust him, that one day we can go to heaven and we can spend our eternity in heaven. We can trust that message. And we know that as we face the things of life day in and day out, when you and I are going through the stuff that we're going through, as we're going through this quarantine right now, as we're going through this pandemic, as we're hearing the news reports that aren't very good sometimes. As, as we get worried and we get a little uh, overcome by all this, we can take a deep breath and we can know that God has the power to overcome all of this and He has the power to take care of us. And His plan is unfolding and it's a perfect plan and He loves us and we know that because He sent His Son to die for us. So we, we can have a lot of confidence in life. We can have confidence as we go through things we go through because of what Jesus did on the cross, because of Easter, because he lives. Easter reminds us that Jesus lives. You know, Easter reminds us that Jesus loves us and also that he lives, but it also reminds us that he is here with us right now. Jesus is here with us. 1 Corinthians 15, 6 through 8 says, Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. And then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, Paul says, he appeared also to me. You know, when we look back on the events right after that first Easter, Jesus appeared to a lot of people. You know, he, he appeared to all these eyewitnesses, and they knew that he was alive. And word spread quickly throughout the land that he was alive. Thousands of people put their faith and their trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior because of what happened on that very first Easter. Well, for me and you, it might be a little bit different today. We're now a couple thousand years removed from that original Easter day. And, uh, but we can still have confidence today, just like uh, those people did then, that He is here with us today. Matter of fact, we have a, a better deal, really, than, than they had. Because when Jesus physically left the earth, when He left, He set a new plan in place for Him to be with us. Listen to Jesus explaining to his disciples about what would happen when he physically left the earth. In John 14, 25 through 26, Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you your remembrance all that I've said to you. 
So Jesus told the disciples that he would die on the cross, that he would be buried in the tomb, but that he would rise again and that he would eventually physically leave earth. He told them all that stuff. But he also told them, even though I'm leaving, I'm not really leaving you. He says, I'm still going to be there. My spirit will be with you and he will indwell those who place their faith and their trust in me. That's what Jesus said. In Acts 2, 38, uh, Peter was preaching. He says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now listen carefully. Easter reminds you and it reminds me that we don't serve some dead prophet. You know, we don't serve someone that's not alive. We serve a risen Savior that's just alive today as He has ever been. And He is present with you and present with me. Easter reminds us that Jesus is here, that He loves us. You know, it reminds us that He loves us, that He lives, and that He is here with us. I hope you can see how important that is. That, that is critical to, to give us confidence and hope in our lives. I hope you grasp the significance of what we're celebrating today. I hope you understand how important Easter really is and, and what it means for you. And, and it provides a way, a way that we can have a relationship with God. Because you see, the fact the, of the matter is that Jesus rose from the dead. And he said, if you'll put your faith and your trust in me, you can have an eternal relationship with God. Uh, your sinful state can be restored. Jesus paid the penalty for your sins. And if you put your faith and your trust in him, you can be forgiven and you can have a relationship with God. Listen, if you're watching this today, Maybe you have never put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But what better day to do that than Easter? The time when we celebrate that Jesus is alive and that he rose from the dead. You know, the Bible tells us that if we will just put our faith and trust in Jesus, we can be saved. If we will confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. I don't know where you are today. Uh, maybe you're at home. Uh, maybe you're with some friends. Maybe you're uh, in a watch party somewhere watching this online. But wherever you are, you can embrace Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you don't have a relationship with Him, I'd like to encourage you to do that with uh, me today. I'd like you to pray with me today and, and to enter into a relationship with Jesus. Right now, if you would like to do that and if you honestly and sincerely desire a relationship with Him because there's nothing magic about a prayer. But if you desire to have that relationship and you're genuine and sincere and you pray it, then that changes everything. And if that's you today, would you just pray with me right now? Just say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. And God, today I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. I wanna put my faith and my trust in you and I wanna become part of God's family. So I'm asking you in the best way that I know how to forgive me of my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today you have been reminded of some great truths as we've talked about Easter. We've been reminded that Jesus loves us. We've been reminded that Jesus lives. And we've been reminded that Jesus is here. 
And, you know, when you put those words together, it's kind of interesting. It says exactly what my shirt does today, that love lives here. When we say those words, it's not just a slogan on a T-shirt. It's not just a sermon title. It's a reminder of what Jesus did for us on the cross. At Heartland Church, we exist to love Jesus. We exist to love each other. And we exist to love our world. And we embody that phrase that love lives here. I hope that you've enjoyed our service today. And we hope that we all have the opportunity to get back together, that you'll come and that you'll be with us physically if you can. And um, until then, we want you to know that we love you guys. And from our house to yours, Happy Easter. <laughs>